Welcome to the Ops. It's your girl, Spicy K. It's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're episode 15 of the Ops. We telling it all. Um, As you know, we kick off with the first 48. Who you telling on this week? So, TK, who are you telling on this week? Man, Huntsville City. Telling on Huntsville City, man. Y'all in these potholes and all this BS going on, trying to get somewhere. Tired flying one way, car going the other way. I'm sick of it. I need y'all to get it together. And, you know, they're doing all these other random things for the city, but I'm not seeing certain areas of concern uh, for. Uh, this side of town, and it's it's like, what's up? Like that stuff really. I mean, it's it's hard. You can't avoid it if you swerve it. You might hit somebody, you know. So Huntsville City, y'all need to get it together. Okay, then for my first last forty-eight, um, I it was a lot worse, um, but still the same this year. Um, we have a um, neighborhood page for my subdivision, and people are always like complaining about the fireworks around this time because obviously um, it's about to be Independence Day. So, you know, fireworks are going off. Some people are like, are those guns or are those fireworks? Um, so they always get in the group just asking, and then um, people also complain about like, the time that, you know, the fireworks are going off, which city ordinance, I believe you have to stop by 10 o'clock or something like that, 9 or 10. Um, so they'll complain at like 7 or 8 o'clock. But so far, I think it's only been like one person this year so far. Um, so that is great. But you people need to understand when it's Independence Day or... <laughs> um New Year's Day, and like New Year's Eve and things like that, people are going to be um, using fireworks. It's just going to be a noise. You don't it's think just... it's excessive, though? No, it's random. Like, it's going on right now. It's just random. Like, it's not a... Like, no, I don't think it is. Oh, but tomorrow also... will be. It, it may also be because I'm from a small town and, like... That's what y'all did. Pop all the time. Like, (laughs) pop Mm -hmm. fireworks all the time. So, it doesn't really bother me. Um, They may not be used to being in an area that allowed you to do your own. Because a lot of places don't. Um, But, you know, I'm in the burbs. The burbs allows you to do it. I was in the country growing up. You definitely was allowed to do it. So, uh, I think that may be what some of the issues are. And people are complaining, I have a child, I have a dog, I have this. And like, like nobody asked you when they, when you moved in what you had. So, I'm just saying, you bought your and property and it is what it is. The one that would only concern me, I don't care about the children. I don't care about the, you know, oh, I don't like them. I don't care about the dogs. What I do know that it bothers, um, you know, post-war veterans and things like that. And I understand that. But I couldn't imagine dealing with that type of thing to where I hear a sound 
that takes me into a place, you know, like that. Something I've never seen. Active war, you know? So, yeah. now, while I didn't care as a child about these people, I really didn't know, <laughs> you know, that, that they existed. But, you know, I, you know, because I was a fire popping fool until one popped in my hand. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to chill with these here things. And so... But yeah, yeah. If you know, uh, if you see the signs, people, that there's a post-war veteran in the area, and you know, try, you know, try to try to think about it because, uh, you know, that that's that's just just imagine the place that you go to when when you hear something like that. If if you have those those problems, you know. So that's all I got. People put out signs. Yeah, people put out signs in their yard and say that they are post-war veterans. Oh. Hmm. I didn't know that. But again, I think some people also, I I know last year people were saying that they just, you know, people was putting earplugs in their ears and things of that nature. Um, Which is what I would think they would possibly do as well because the thing about it is, is that I'm in one neighborhood there's houses in another area and then there is a whole nother subdivision right down the road so to be honest the likelihood that someone will see your sign and not pop firecrackers is right i mean i feel you on that too slim to not happening because they're probably not going <laughs> to see it you know <laughs> And then even if they, you know, do see it, it, I'm just saying, they probably just need to put earplugs or something in their ear. Um, but I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like, that's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of houses. <laughs> so I just don't think yeah. that, that that's even reasonable and someone is actually going to see any signs or whatever. So I get it. I totally get it. Um, and if you're not, um, I guess if you're, if you're not, like I said, I think it's mostly if you're not used to people being able to, cause there are some areas and some cities you cannot, um, have fireworks. I just don't think I've, maybe I have lived in areas that didn't, I don't know. People do whatever they want to do for the most part. Um, this is actually going to be a very short episode because, again, it's 4th of July week-ish, however that works. Um, so Second, anyway, Juneteenth gonna... 2nd. I'm sorry, what was that? I said it's Juneteenth 2nd. Oh, Juneteenth 2nd. Okay, that's a new one. Never heard of that. Um, it's only independence, so... we know. <laughs> so... We're going to go ahead and go to our It's Cool When They Do It. It's a problem when we do it. Um, if you're not familiar with this segment, this is a segment that we typically discuss something controversial that typically has a race element. Um, and for this particular episode, we are going to talk about the fact that the Supreme Court strikes down affirmative action in college admissions. Um, so basically... A case was brought against Harvard College and, I believe, University of North Carolina about their omissions for its affirmative action is concerned and seeing that 
um, race shouldn't play a factor in college acceptance. Um, hmm. And that it was basically helped bought to um, a lawsuit. Um, let me think of the, I can't, one second, I can't, I just had the name of the actual organization, but apparently they used some, um, of, um, they use some Asian Americans. Yeah. Or oh yeah. Maybe they're Asian Americans or whatever, uh, to be able to bring forth this lawsuit, um, because it said that it was also affecting the acceptance of Asian Americans and requiring them to um, basically have to exceed qualifications to be in order to be accepted, whereas other minorities like Black people didn't have to meet that criteria. Now that's what they oh, said. I, I, I don't agree with that. But that's bullshit. Uh, Excuse me. So apparently, and I want to find the organization because apparently this guy, um, that is part of it, the lawsuit, like they brought the lawsuit. Um, apparently he does a lot of this. Um, he does a lot of things as it relates to race. And, um, like cases. So, okay, it's Students for Fair Missions. That's the name of it. And it's an organization, um, by Edward Bloom, who basically, like I said, brings a number of cases, um, that have, um, typically as a race, if there is some kind of racial or ethnicity, ethnicity, I cannot say that, but you all know the word I'm talking about because I cannot say it right now. Um, so, and like I said, they did use, I believe, a couple of uh, Asian Americans to be able to um, help out with the lawsuit, I should say. Um, I know I did see, um, this was probably about a month or so ago, I did see um, something, some kind of news story about Asians saying that they were not being accepted because they had already accepted so many Asian Americans or maybe they was just Asian in general um, and that they were having a hard time being able to be admitted even though they had like near perfect SATs and things of that nature now oh, that's the case and that's what happened it was a 6-3 vote um, mm -hmm. Justice uh, Kalanji Jackson um Attorney. She actually had to recuse herself from the Harvard portion because she used to be over in part of the board for the overseer of it. So she actually had to recuse, recuse herself um, during that. Um, now, my own personal opinion, I feel like that once I like I honestly, before this, I I didn't even realize that this was even something that was coming up with the Supreme Court, to be honest. Um, now, after I saw that video, probably about a month or so ago, where the Asian um, uh, Americans or whatever 
were complaining about not being accepted and things of that nature. Um, and they had, you know, mentioning like they had, you know, they were valedictorian. They had um, high SAT scores and they still weren't being admitted. What I said then, basically, and this is kind of what just happens anyway, is that they typically use one minority to be able to show um, perceived or otherwise injustice that way. Because if you pit a minority <laughs> against another minority, the mm. impact of that... Um, kind of stings more than if it was a white person against black or Asian or something of that nature. Um, I feel like the same thing happens typically when there's a case of you know, any kind of racial discrimination and say for instance if the um, the defendant is white then they typically will have whatever race of that as their lawyer as the mm -hmm. plaintiff. So I felt like once I saw that, I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Um, but before I say anything else, TK, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, they showed sure got us, ain't it? <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is... I'm not going to say what I was going to just say. This is America, American. And what I'll say that is because the reason why we had to enact something of this nature was because there was no diversity. There was no chances for any other than white people. But now, now that, you know, you see how you see how we shine. We don't have a lot of black Harvard grads here in the last 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And they doing big things. That's not what this was supposed to do. This was supposed to allow you Negroes a place in the work field, in the college admissions. You look, you go here, you get your damn degree, and you shut up, right? So this is exactly what they were. You weren't supposed to become a millionaire. You weren't supposed to create things that they've created, Harvard grads. UNC, there's a lot of UNC grads, but they're not really as outspoken about where they went to school as most Harvard grads are. And this is very such should be the reason because it is a very prestigious university. Uh, my favorite school, actually. I wanted to attend. I don't qualify. I'm black. When I was 18, I didn't qualify. Let me tell you what. Um, I took the ACT and my ACT score was very low. I didn't give a damn about that test. I, um, you know, so... That doesn't mean I don't deserve a chance to go to Harvard. But yes, the fuck it does. <laughs> because I, I didn't, you know, put forth the effort to be valedictorian like these kids are. They they study hard to go. If you're a black student, affirmative action is not the only reason that you get into Harvard University. You can say yeah. what you like. Because you have to be exceptional. And I do mean exceptional. And, you know... No, no dig at all the average folks. Hey, I'm average folk. Like I could have been so much more. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. 
you don't understand. Like, you really don't understand what, what, what level of education I had from elementary to high school, okay? Nobody can be on that level. I am a very smart person, but I do not deserve to go to the favorite place that I wanted to always go as a kid, okay? I don't deserve it. If affirmative action would have allowed someone like me to get into, into Harvard University... I can see where you're where, where you're coming from, Asians, whites. I can see. I don't see the problem. Okay, you have to. Be, they have to be the African Americans that even the persons of color have to be exceptional in order to attend Harvard University. So the the things that you're saying make no sense, and it's not allowing just some random people. It's not taking the place of somebody that doesn't deserve to be there. They very well much so deserve to be there as well. How do, how do you pick from 3,000 people that all have 4.0s and were valedictorian? How, 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 do you, how do you choose? It's showing ancient blackness. It's the skills. What they think you might offer to this university other than being you black. What is activities. Right. right. What, what does black offer to Harvard? Nothing. So the thing that you said, I think the fact is because there's not as many Asian grads as there used to be, and there used to be a whole lot. See, the Asian they, they use the Asian people because that's what that's the ones that's gonna that's pissed the most because they kids come here just to go, they grow up just to go to Harvard. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think also I feel like that for. I won't even say, I would say that I don't know if they have a close proximity to whiteness necessary. The Asians, like, I don't know if it's what that. What do you say? But I do think that they believe that they are considered more of the elite White. minority as opposed to, like, black people, Hispanic people, and, you know, things of that nature. They have the closest proximity to whiteness, and they, 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 they rest in that like you rest in your in your in your in your femininity or you rest in your you rest the bitch face they resting in the fact that they have the close proximity uh to white people and and you can you can put that on whatever and it's crazy because go ahead no i was also gonna say what i what i hate the most about affirmative action is that based on a lot of reports and things of that nature, white women have actually benefited more from affirmative action than most people of color anyway. Um, also, with that being said... You better it's preach. The, it's the fact that they believe that someone gets a position, uh, like if they have like quotas and things of that nature, people really believe that people that are not qualified like you mentioned are getting positions and getting admitted when that's not the case like a lot of these people they mentioned the fact that um out of the nine justices eight of them went to either harvard or yale um so you have these people that are completely I think it's also an elitist type thing as well I think that's what that also um, entails but I hate the fact and the notion that 
people believe that any black person that has a certain position or was, you know, able to go to Harvard or Yale or, you know, UNC or anything like that, it's done based on race only and they have like no other achievements. Um, they, they act like they don't have the grades. They don't have the extracurricular activities. They don't have amazing, you know, um, essays. They're acting like basically, you know, as you said, TK, that they just picked random black person from that went to school, I mean, you know, high school and be like, Hey, now you can go here. And like you said, that's not the case at all. So that's what I really, truly hate. Something that I also had got a glimpse of is that apparently um, that is kind of what happened and what was said to Justice Clarence Thomas. Apparently they did like a PBS special uh, about him. I can't remember exactly when they did it, but apparently they did a PBS special about him and um, people were basically saying that... um, he, you know, he was only accepted into college because of his, you know, because of affirmative action. And some people either thrive on that and be like, okay, I'm going to show them. Or they thrive in it in a way that says, I will never allow anybody to make me feel like I was not qualified. So... Um, because people are saying, people were saying in that particular um, PBS special that they believe that's why he had such an issue with affirmative actions and things of that nature because of how he was treated and um, and stuff like that. I like that. to me, affirmative action, um, it was a way to be able, like you said, TK, it was a way to allow people that would not normally. Um, be able to be seen basically to be seen Um, because they do have the legacies they do have people that you know have the money and like I said when it comes to Ivy Leagues and things of that nature to me I believe it's also an elite factor some people don't belong like you know the college you know admission scandal they had a couple of years ago where people were pretending to (laughs) <laughs> to be in all kind of extracurricular activities and things just for someone to pay, you know, or donate, you know, lump sums. Um, Ain't that some people actually got the money? Yeah, people that have the money to be able to do to do it. So I think some of this is, you know, there is some elite factor to it as well. Um, but I just huh. feel like this was a bad decision, in my personal opinion. Um, I got a question though. Uh huh. So the admission is just the admission. You still got to get paid for it, right? So you telling me? No, 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 Sally May. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. So the people that get admitted into Harvard based on the qualifications, the same criteria that other people are admit, uh, scrutinized by. They still got to have the money too, right? Yeah, if they don't, if no, they don't get a scholarship or whatever, they still got to pay or take out student loans. Yeah, right. So, like I said, 
You know, see, you know, it may be. I, I know that movies that I've watched about Harvard because I've never been able to attend. It's always the people that are on assistance that get talked about. But <laughs> the same thing stands. They still had to qualify with the same grades and scores that you did. And yeah, what, they, what they still. Say? And they still have to go to class. They still have to go right. to class because you can still be suspended. Yeah. You can be kicked out. Like, so clearly if the, you know, I I wonder since people say that, you know, um, especially as it relates to black people thinking that they're not qualified and things of that nature, I, I kind of wonder, and I've never seen the, I haven't looked up the numbers either, but what, um, what percentage of black college students that go to like UNC and Harvard that go and are able to actually graduate and I want to see exactly what it looks like for some of those legacy people and some of those other people like what is the percentage of them that actually go you know get accepted into Harvard and UNC and actually are able to graduate as well Mm. Uh, or you know to see if they've been suspended or, you know, academic probation or academic suspension or something of that nature. I'm curious to know what that is because, again, I do not like the fact that people think that somebody got something because they're black. To be honest, um, black people have to work very hard. There's people that I know at other companies um, that barely have like I'm just going to be honest this lady had a GED and <laughs> there were people that had a college degree and had just about the same amount or if not higher um, experience than this said person and she got promoted to a particular job um, so and the other people were black. Some of the other people were black. I'm just saying. Um, so a lot of stuff is unfair. A lot of stuff is completely unfair. And people don't ever want to see that. They're, you know, because basically how things used to be, it's probably not as much now, but how things used to be, you really didn't even need a college degree for a lot of these jobs that a lot of people are holding. They basically, you know, worked in the print shop. The print shop led them to work in this place, to that place, to, you know, then they may, you know, have been CEO or something eventually. Because of that, it had nothing to really do with education. So, which basically was putting a lot of other people in an unfair advantage because they didn't have those connections. They didn't have the elite system. Um, yeah, so like said, this was just basically trying to, you know, even the playing field to right. allow these people to be able to get the same kind of education. And I know like it's being very big. Um, I personally went to a PWI, if you're not familiar with that, that's a, um, predominantly uh, white, um, institution. institution. <laughs> and I have seen so many people talk about like, um, well, that's why they have HBCUs and people need to go to HBCUs. 
people should go be able to go wherever they want to go to. If you can qualify to go wherever school you want to go to, because not all colleges offer the same programs. Um, one of the reasons why I chose the college that I chose is because I personally did not want to have to take random biology classes. Um, and I knew that I didn't have to take random biology classes because I wasn't dissecting nothing. Um, and I chose a college that allowed me to be able to not go, not dissect anything and take other science of classes, you know, as an option and not take biology. Um, that would be funny to see you trying to dissect an animal. Well, they wanted me to, I was in a science program at a HBCU, mm-hmm. uh, when I was in high school and they wanted me to dissect a pig. Shout out to shout out to Pookie, cause I don't. If you listening, Natasha, I think that was your first name, Pookie. If you listening, thank you because we all knew I wasn't gonna dissect that pig. <laughs> it didn't thank happen. You, thank you, <laughs> Like I stayed, a, I stayed a good distance away. I gave you instructions because that's not what I'm gonna do. But you know, not every college has you know certain majors. Not every college has certain programs. And, you know, um, I'm so happy and thankful that, you know, Fisk has started to offer um, gymnastics and TSU is offering hockey. Um, Yeah, but if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to play hockey prior to, you know, what's going to be the 2024-2025 season, you couldn't do that at HBCU. So that would not have been an option for you if you wanted to go to the NHL and play and, you know, and play. So that wouldn't have been an option. There's a lot of things that are not an option. And then, like, you still have, even within those schools, there's only so many people that they can accept as students, even at other schools. And they're not going to be, you're not going to be the first on the hockey team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna let you, you ain't gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need to open up these programs, and I really don't want to start watching hockey. Like I told you, we had to pick up some band dude. He didn't retire, so I was like, I'm off the hook now. I ain't gotta watch that bullshit. But if they starting to offer it, I'm gonna have to, I mean, we gotta, I gotta figure it out. I think it's about the dumbest thing out there, as far as sports go. But, what hockey? I love hockey. You know I love hockey. I know, I do. I love and it's hockey. weird to me, but it's okay. I'm glad that you. But like PK uh, Saban is not the only black hockey player either. I know, but this is the only one I've heard of. They don't let the other one play. No, the Predators still had a black hockey player. I don't. Well, he well, don't play. Zion. He was him. drafted he, he or something. I don't remember if he ever played, but he was like drafted or something. Um, they but yeah, to take over this game too. Could you imagine us taking over hockey? Oh my god! See, the entertainment said we just gonna be out there with no with no stick, just just skating. <laughs> I don't I don't know if there's a lot of people that like. I know a lot of black people skate. Like you know, rollerblade skate. Um, so it's kind of the same concept with 
hockey, like skating, ice skating, to me, I believe. I don't know. I play room hockey um, as a <laughs> as an activity when I was in college. <laughs> it was only like one game. <laughs> and we used to, we were able to just wear tennis shoes. So, yeah, that's what happened. Um, so, that's how that pretty much worked. Well, maybe but, they'll um, come out. Maybe they'll take off. Boom, hockey. I don't, I don't I don't think it is. But anyway, I just don't think I just don't think that I just hate the fact that people think that people that are in a position or in a college are there because of race, which don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that no, you do need more diversity. You do need people, you know, based, you know, diversity of, you know, um race and ethnicity. You also need it of uh, economic status is a lot of things that mm-hmm. uh, you know backgrounds and interests and things of that nature you do need those people and what I also as I was listening to the guy um, the Asian guy um, discuss you know not being admitted to college something that kind of stood out to me is that I never heard him mention anything about extra extracurricular um, activities and because you have to understand that like students also keep the college and the college things running like there are committees there is student government there is you know this club and that club that needs these students to be a part of it in order for those clubs to be successful so if you're, you know, don't get me wrong. If your thing is to go to school, um, do your homework, do your papers, go to class and things of that nature, that is perfectly fine. But somebody also needs to be able to like be in the library to be able to help somebody out. Someone also needs to be able to be part of like, you know, the student, um, government and things of that nature because things need to go on or need to be part of a conduct committee and things of that nature. So I think that's what also happens as well is that people don't see the overall picture and (laughs) a person that to me, a person that um, maybe has like a 3.5 GPA not, you know, a good SAT score that also participates in a lot of other activities and has a consistent history, not just let me pick this up so I can just put this on my college application, but a person that has a long-standing right. tradition of that, that person is naturally going to look like a better student than a person that only just, you know, have a 4.0, but they didn't do anything else. Because what happens when you have to do something in college for whatever reason or you decide to do another activity and you you only base everything based on how you studied and you never did anything else, there is a good chance that that 4.0 is not going to look like a 4.0 in college. Right. So. And that, you just so you really like just broke that down to me. You really just broke that down to me. Is I used to think, why does that shit matter? Like, what the fuck? If I played a flute, 
in the band or play soccer. What the hell does that matter what I do in college? But you just really have really offered the first perspective that I've thought of as to why that stuff matters so much. Yes. You got shit to do when you get here. So we need to know what you do. Yeah. Because they yeah. still need, you know, band members. They still need these people <laughs> right. to be part of the orchestra. They need they need these people to be able to do these other activities. And, you know, what's the, you know, again, my knowledge just of things, a different perspective. But how are you going to want, you know, a whole bunch of saxophone players and then you got nobody, you have nobody there to play, uh, play the bass drum. Right. Exactly. 400 saxophone players and you ain't got no, nobody to play the clarinet. What we going to do? Exactly. Switch. Switch. (laughs) But that's why those students are considered to be, you know, that's why they always preach like being a real well-rounded student. Because, again, you have to be able to know that if I'm participating in this activity and also getting good grades, that means, one, I got good time management. That means, two, that I'm smart enough or either study enough or have um, the ability to learn things of that nature. If all you're doing is studying (laughs) and all you ever did is study, then if anything disrupt your studying, what will happen then? You'll get the fuck so, over it, hell. Stressing these fucking kids out here. That's why they act like they do now, hell. Get the fuck over it. Don't be putting all this damn pressure on these folks. I I didn't. I The, the pressure that I was under in that regard, I didn't succumb to it. I got to high school, I didn't do no damn homework. Nothing. I ain't do no damn work at home. The fuck I look like? Shit like that because it was pressure. You gotta this. You gotta make this. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You gotta do that. I was like, mm-mm. So yeah, it's okay. It's okay to strive to get there. It's okay to make be successful. It's okay to want something. I will definitely press somebody that says that they want something, but it's not that. It's not that deep, kids. Just know that. All right. But yeah, but you Sorry. you do have the students that you know. Don't get me wrong, I do believe that it's great to have support, but I think there is a balance of what kind of support. Um, and there are people that are professionists, and what happens in a lot of those cases, soon as life doesn't, soon as life doesn't produce the results you wanted it to produ- wanted it to produce, you do have that you know those situations. So, you know, that's another study that I would like to see. You know, as it relates to, you know, Ivy League schools as opposed to regular traditional schools that are not considered Ivy League schools. Mm-hmm. I like to know those numbers as well about, you know, people that, you know, attempt or succeed in their attempts, um, you know, based on the awesome. different. What was that? Those guys are awesome. What guys are awesome? The ones who succeed. Oh. No. No. I said succeed and no. No. That is not awesome. What? That is not awesome. I said succeed and I'm not. I'm talking about in unalive and there's stuff not in. Come on now. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm saying this. Oh, I was saying succeed and, you know, 
a lot of people may some people may think about that, but if they stop thinking about it and get through it, that's what I meant to see. Not not no, follow through. Yeah, okay. Okay. Not, not like follow you. through. Don't follow no, through. But anyway, so but yeah. So those are my thoughts. You got any other thoughts about, you know, the Supreme Court case and anything for its affirmative action is concerned? I'm saying it's gone. We we you know it it's it's I'm telling you, black people are gonna be done with college here in the next ten years anyway. We're going to do for ourselves or get certificates and make trade get in trades and stuff like that. It's it's over. There's this this piece of paper that. Okay. That's why we're ops. Um but uh the the BS that people are putting themselves through to get into certain colleges for a piece of paper that absolutely does nothing other than, you know, like, well, I'm not saying it does nothing, but it propels you. Um, but there's certificate programs and trades that can get you at the same level, making the same money as people that have uh, one and two degrees. So I feel like people are going to realize that it takes less time, less BS. And the way that STEM is about to take off, yeah. And it's not you—they're you, gonna find you're finding out that you don't need all of those courses that they tell you you need to be in STEM. And it's, it's you know, I think I think here in a little while we're gonna cut through all the bullshit, and you're gonna float from white folks. Y'all in trouble because all y'all know is to go to school. That's it. Y'all don't think about nothing else. Don't think about any other options. If it's not college, it's myth. So, I mean, sorry. Sorry, I didn't say that. I didn't mean to say that. Okay. But anyway, so you have you have no other options. So you use this piece of paper called a diploma against us for years and years and years. If I go to a job, I could have the same life experience and or field experience as the people that actually are already working there. But if I don't have a piece of paper <laughs> I mean I mean and it's dumb. Like I mean it really is. Nothing is demonstrative anymore. We have it's it's on do you have a piece of paper? Like yeah. Or no. So I just, let's just see. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. I'd like to know those numbers in a few years. That's the end of my TED Talk. Well, I, I completely do not agree with most things you just said because I don't believe that at all. Um, okay. I think a lot of so people... So college enrollment is not on the decline? I don't know. Oh, I haven't okay. looked at any numbers to see. Right, so you just disagree because you, you just don't think so. That's, no, no, that's no, no, just... I'm, disagreeing. I'm disagreeing for several reasons. I'm disagreeing because white people are in the trades. Um, definitely they're in the trades. Um, I don't mm-hmm. believe that black people will stop going to college um, because there's a lot of professions um, that still need a college degree. Um, there are a lot of black teachers. They have to go to college. Like there is other, you know, nurses. Um, so there's a lot of things that do require college. Blacks are um, leaving the so teaching no, field. Blacks are leaving the nursing field. 
college the college enrollment is on the decline. Check it out. We can check it out. So I mean, that, no, the, well, these, I think a lot of people. Are, I think because of the situation that happened at Vanderbilt with the nurse, you know, basically being found uh, guilty, and yeah. you know, I think she was sentenced to time. That has a lot to do with what has happened. It's all about liability now than being able to help people. That's all it is. And then also because a lot of people are working beside. Um, you know, this is, you know, where they reside and this is their employment and they're working aside people that are traveling and getting, you know, two or three times what they're getting paid and they're doing the same job. So I think a lot of that has a lot to do with it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's mine. But anyway, we can go ahead, move forward. Um, Conspiracy theories. You love you a good conspiracy theory. I do, um, I do. I do. You you brought up a conspiracy theory when we were talking <clears> about <throat> um the week of the submersible. Um and so go ahead. Let people know what was said and your thoughts about conspiracy theories because Well first I'm agree. First I'd like to address my love of conspiracy theories started with John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Um, I believe that we have been lied to about that. And that led me down the pathway of what else has our government kept from us? Uh, you know, years later... No, it might have been before. No, it came out before. But yeah, years later, I saw uh, The Enemy of the State. And, okay. you know, it, it, it led me further to believe that it's like, like there's a lot that we don't know. Of course. And conspiracy, and let's not get the mo- forget the movie Conspiracy Theory. Now, that had a lot more to do with a lot more than the people think a lot. And I mean that when I say, I say that to mean, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yes, they had awoke, awokened, they awakened in us, would they really do, have you seen the movie, Conspiracy Theory, Mel Gibson, years ago? I don't know. Julia Roberts. You're just too good to be true. Lauren Hill. Let me see, because I, I like her. So I watch mm-hmm. a lot of movies that probably do have her in it. But anyway, so... They they hide a lot. It's a lot of things that we see. They slip, They can't hide everything from us. But we see a lot of things that go on. Like, conspiracy theory. Gold and Fort Knox. There's none. There's no gold probably left in in large amounts anywhere that's, you know, able to back up the dollar that keeps inflating like a balloon. So I believe that the U.S. dollar is backed more by a balloon than gold, okay? Uh, That's been been done. And so I just want to know how they can just continue to make money and then not be illegal. Because if Ronaldo down the street 
making some in his basement. He going to jail, right? Well, first of all, because that would be counterfeit. So that's okay, why. He's so what? Is, so what is them making it? Also, Where's them making it? What's it cut? What's it? What's it? When they make it? You talking about the U.S. Treasury? Yes, that has to have every the dollar back. Or whoever MVP makes it. Yeah. What's the, the difference? That's their job. No, that's their job, no. and the and one of the reasons why they're doing it, they have to control how much. They have to control the dollar. You can't have everybody out here just all willy nilly making their own money. First of all, that's for that's what the government does. Second of all, you will put too much. You would end up putting too many dollars into the system. If we're in the debt, if the we're dollars. if we're in a national debt, Kim, how do you think they're getting this fucking money to loan other people? They fucking just making it, and it's it doesn't exist. That's why there's so much fucking inflation. That it has every dollar. I know you learned this in school. Every dollar has to be they back. They actually by borrow money. They actually borrow money. That's what happens. They still have to control because they have to. And when money is worn out and things of that nature, they have to dispose of that money. Have you not seen some of these movies and not yes, read the I've information? I've seen some of these they movies. The, of the money old money to- gets disposed of, but you can't just because you take money out the out of the uh, rotation, you can't just make more. It has to be backed by a dollar. Okay. Listen, if a, if a million dollars were destroyed because it was old and mm. they go and make a million dollars, it's still the same million dollars. It's not like no, they that's added not, that not, million I, I hope you hear money. how you sound. That sounds re-damn-diculous. Okay, now that, sound, now that sounds slow. I ain't even gonna get with you on that. But you can't you can't just print money out of thin air, regardless of the fact. But you want other you want you want random you know random person down the street to print no, money. No, I said I didn't say I wanted them to, but I said it's the same thing. The fuck? No, now it's you not. just making up shit. Yeah, it is. Yes, the fuck. No, it is. it's not. They're controlling. The they shit. are controlling, controlling what is being done. Yes, but if, if they're breaking the law as well, why is it controlling if they're breaking the law as well? So it's okay for the government to break the law. That's what that's what my friend is saying here. Okay. I didn't say any of that. Yeah, I said that did. if they get yeah, rid of a million dollars and then yeah. they make the a million dollars, it's not. Has it the that's same? That's the same every, million. Nothing. It's not, it's nothing. The, it's, that doesn't even make sense. Everything is in sequence. It's not the same fucking million dollars. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Please weigh in on this, listen, because this this sound this. I mean, she just sounds ridiculous to me. That sounds crazy. If you bring in a million dollars and you just make another million, hey, got it. We need another million. Yeah. No. Hell no. What I said was, mm-hmm. if they get rid of a million dollars because it's old money, mm-hmm. then they produce a million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's the same million dollars that it's is still money. in the economy. And you said they're not, and you stand making, on they're not creating a whole nother million dollars. Kim, oh that's not what's happening. You're making it seem like they're creating two million dollars at that point. Kim, they are steadily printing trillions. It ain't million at all. 
How the hell? Then, okay, if we owe all these people all this money, then why we can't make the money and print it back? Get paid back? Because then what? Because then what will happen? Again, that will mess up the economy. That will have inflation really high. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. And I oh thought I sucked at economics. I thought now, I you, do, you really do. Like you do, no. based on what you're saying. That sounds dumb, Kim. Like just because you you can't there's whole different how, how's it messing up how's it not messing up the economy when it's it's not what the fuck? Alright, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. I'm about to get pissed off because you sound crazy. And then you try to make it seem like I sound crazy. But go ahead, next. Cause this is I didn't call you up. crazy. I just said what you said makes no sense to me at right, all. Right, and, and that's what I'm saying it. about you. So how are we, we going to agree to disagree <laughs> on that? Yeah, there we go. Next. What's the next topic? One of the reasons why I hate conspiracy theories, um, and I said this on my TikTok earlier this ain't today, topic. <laughs> is <laughs> the fact that People always want to use a conspiracy theory, especially or say that something was a distraction or anything, but the news is the news. Like, I'm not saying it's not biased. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that if you go out and seek this information, you may be able to find it. Uh, Just like I said earlier when we were talking about affirmative action and I was talking about, I wonder about the, you know, black students that are accepted into Harvard. I didn't search out the information, so I can't say it doesn't exist because I haven't searched it out. I said that's one of the reasons why I said I haven't researched it to know and I would like to know if they do have any studies out there. But just because I didn't see it does not mean it didn't exist. And I also don't like the fact that, uh, especially when people pass away, people always want to bring up conspiracy theories. And these people are no no less dead because of people random conspiracy theories. And that's why I hate it. These people, their families, their loved ones, their community are still affected by those people's deaths. And so that's another reason why I do hate conspiracy theories. Um, did you have any other thoughts about conspiracy theories since you're heated? No. Next. Well, you're on mute, so. I'm what, not, actually. What did you say? I said no. Huh? I don't, and okay. I was not. Okay, so we will go ahead and move on to our last topic. Like I said, it's going to be a short show. So, what has a television show or movie taught you? TK. The movie Conspiracy Theory taught me that the government is lying to us. And just because you think you know something, don't mean you know it. I'm done. Okay. Well, this is episode 15. Um, This is your of the ops, we tell it all. This is your girl, Spicy K. And it's your girl, TK.